Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Chris Harrison Project. I am your host, Julia Solomon, I'm here with producer Angel uh, Mary Kelly, the basement at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, New York. Um, I am without Katie McVeigh. As I said, she was recently cast in a community uh, center production of a parody of La La Land, and she has a she'll be she's gonna be doing a lot of tapping. So I'm really excited about that. And she's sending me lots of videos. She's getting really uh, a lot better each week, and um, just kudos to her and um, her perseverance in that field. Um, I'm. I'm sorry that we've been absent. Uh, the Bachelorette was not on for two weeks because of sports, uh, basketball predominantly. And then, um, I mean, we have a lot to cover, but I have a, I'm a first-time guest to the podcast, longtime pal, my friend Maria Wojcikowski. Hello, Hello. Maria. Um, so you've been watching The Bachelorette this season. Yes, I have. And you don't watch Bachelor in Paradise. Um, I've, I've watched it before. But I haven't been watching it this season. Okay, so this is what went down. So they suspended filming for a period of time and went and sent everybody home because Corinne uh, claimed that she was not able to consent to stuff that went down uh, while they were filming. Uh, That she was she was too drunk. Yeah, they had been you know looking them up all day. Probably very true. Well, so. The other thing is, like, there was just so much misreported news tweeted out by sources and this, by TMZ and Page Six and Reality Steve and this person just tweeting all this information. So I really don't know what happened. I have my theory about what probably happened. Um, The fact that they canceled. So basically, her and Demario had hooked up in a pool and it got super intense where she had no memory of it the next day. Until people were telling her about it. And that's when she got freaked out and a producer filed a complaint. And they had to do an investigation and they canceled shooting. They sent everybody home. They told everybody the season was canceled. Apparently they have ended the investigation and they're going to resume filming. Now, this is crazy. And what this means to me is that somebody people were paid because the Bachelor in Paradise airs two nights a week, two hours an episode. That is so much ad time. This is a big moneymaker. So I was like, whatever happened has got to be truly fucked up that they suspended. They were like, the season is over. There's no way we can get enough footage. All because of the situation between Corinne and Demario. Wow. So I choose to believe Corinne. I don't think she would make this up. I think there's a lot of blurry lines and it's unfortunate because she's saying that she didn't blame demario she blamed the producers but if you're saying you were sexually assaulted you're saying that he was the assailant right by default so it's a lot of not great stuff and of course we know that the shit goes down i've seen unreal so i you know i'm sure all this crazy stuff could have happened it's really unfortunate that some of her pals from the bachelor did not stay by her side like unfollowed her on instagram immediately and wow some pretty weird stuff. So I've actually been, I'm utterly disgusted by the franchise at this point. I've lost most of my enthusiasm. And I was kind of glad. I was like, you know what? That's fine. No Bachelor in Paradise. Burn the franchise down. I'm done. But they're going to persevere. So yeah, I'll watch it. But I just, <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can do it. So that's what happened. There's so that's much. like me with Dance Moms. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's emotionally abusing these children. <laughs> but there's a season six. I'll be there. 
it's just I I was just it's all I was reading for like four days and we're all talking about in discussion groups and I don't know we're like oh will this raise a good conversation about consent probably not right <laughs> there's just gonna be the same annoying ass. I do like I do understand her inclination to blame the producers though because there are cameras there yeah. like they're filming the entire thing 100%. so they're seeing all of it and chances are Demario's super drunk as well that's what she was saying she was like he like i don't blame him neither of us were in the right mind but i don't know there are some crazy reports that i mean that mentioned some really shitty fucked up stuff that i don't know Again, if any of this is actually accurate or true, everything was told by anonymous sources. But apparently she like fell face first into a hot tub. At one point, her body was going limp in the pool. Oh, my God. Just shit where it's like, what? And you still. But really, this is no different than Lace being sloshed while hooking up with Chad in the previous season. Well, uh, I saw that. As of two hours ago, Corinne's lawyer made a statement. Really? Okay. That says, it comes as no surprise that Warner Brothers, as a result of its own internal investigation, would state that no wrong doing had occurred our own investigation will continue based on new multiple new witnesses coming forward revealing what they saw and heard i think i mean this woman might single-handedly take this franchise down probably not because they have i don't know she's got a lot of money she already hired an attorney i don't know yeah i I assume she'd been paid off but if he's making the statement obviously not they're doing whatever they can to resume filming so they can make money and it's kind of a thing where it's like i didn't even want to talk about it because it was just like I spent also, so much how time hard has it happened before? Yeah. I'm shocked it hasn't happened. I mean, well, it clearly it has hasn't happened, happened like this. I'm sure, yeah. lo- you know, and the fact that I was like, if there was a rape, if something, I'm like, we'll never know. They'll right. cover it up so well. But who right. knows? In this day and age where, like, reality Steve can tell me who already won The Bachelorette. Right. And that's the other thing. Because of the reports I was reading, I came across some spoilers of people who oh, I didn't think were going to win. You know, and marry yeah. Rachel anyways, but it's just I really wanted to not do that this season. Right. Because last year I, I ruined it. I read I read one spoiler, but um, it really didn't spoil it for me at all. Yeah. Because it was somebody who was like, oh, they're getting kicked off. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I knew that was coming like eventually. Yeah. Um, But let's talk about your thoughts on the season so far. Okay. And just anything that you had in your mind well, when you were chatting before. I think like my I think my big problem with this season is. By la- by this episode last season, I knew almost everybody's names. Mm. I think this time, like, I have, like, nicknames for people, but yeah. I don't know everyone's I names. I will say there's a guy named Adam that keeps popping in with in- in testimonials, and I'm like, who are you? I don't know. Where- you're getting a... Ro- who are you? Yeah, I don't know of an Adam. Like, that's just over my head. For me, I have my key players, the people I care about, which is Kenny... I love You're Kenny. You're a big Kenny fan, yes. too. I love I Kenny. I loved Kenny from his first little packet. Oh, Like, yeah. his backstory package. Mm-hmm. He is... I just think he's, like, so attractive. Like, something about his eyes are so kind. He, he, to me, is just a good man. He seems so... Like, he seems like a really sensitive fighter, you yeah. know? Which is really what he is. But, like, you know, there's those guys who are just, like, meatheads who... I have no emotions, but I think that's like a total package. Like you don't get that often. I'm just staring at his photo, agreeing with you. Yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, he smizes like yeah. nobody else. Yeah. His eyes are just very and, and, kind. You know, it's obvious they're setting up, you know, well, for, Lee is Frank Underwood and I can't get around it. And it's just, since, you know, I did recently binge watch that show. And so now watching this, it's just like, I can see everything he's doing and I just hate it, but he will be found out. 
Well, and Lee is the most unattractive man in the house. And he's like a tiny toy soldier. Yeah. And it's kind of like one of those things. I remember the second I saw the second. Exactly. I was like, he's like clearly named after Robert E. Lee. Like, There's no (laughs) way he's not. Where is he from? He's from Florida. But uh, it's claims he's from Nashville. Oh, right. Because he lives there now and he's able to claim a better city. Who do you admire most? My mama. My mama. Oh, shut up. Yeah, Ugh. he's just. Um, so I looked up his Twitter. Yes, and he has a lot of disturbing tweets. Yeah, and well, so it's clear that they obviously saw that before they casted him mm-hmm. and put him in a house with a bunch of black men. Yep. So and it's like interesting because you know uh, the episode before last he was going after I can't remember his Eric. Name. Yeah, that was really hard to watch to see Eric fall prey to that manipulation yeah. and get really upset. And, and then just... he like so then he chose Kenny, and you you notice he's not choosing the guys the like black men in the house who are like highly highly educated, because those are the guys who can play back. He's purposely choosing these guys. Eric to me seems a little young. Yeah. And like he's he knows who's he's, he, I mean, I'm not saying Eric's not highly educated. Yeah. He does seem very smart, but he's immature and yeah. he's choosing these people like but, that, but Kenny is, a, I think, on his level or above, which is why Kenny, I think, was like, I can't even believe I, I played think, into that. But yeah, but I think Kenny is super is sensitive. Well, yeah, Kenny is such a genuine person. Yeah. That Lee is. Can like get in there and, and manipulate him. I so. was bummed. I really liked Diggy, and I was so bummed that he didn't. Spoiler: He goes home. I oh, have sorry. been in. Con- oh no problem. Um, I have been in contact with him via Instagram really? DMs. Well, you know, I hashtag our bachelor posts, and these contestants just search the hashtag and like all the photos. <laughs> so he liked a couple of my photos. So yeah, I reached out. I sent an email, and then I was like, "Hey, I sent you an email," and he's like, "Great." But now he's probably being flown to fucking Puerto oh, Vallarta. I'm sure. So I'm sure. He'll I was. Busy. I really, really enjoyed him, and so I then enjoyed I was, Diggy too. I've always been pulling for Diggy. Yeah, and I was bummed like. That they kept Lee around just for the drama and like got to rid of me, him. and it's like, why is she falling for that? And I right. So obviously, the star of this episode is um, Dean. Yes. Now Dean has surprised me. I really wasn't into it. I didn't get it, but I see the genuine connection. Yeah. And you know, find your bliss, Rachel. Well, on their date, it was a me like. So he's 25, but on yeah. their date, he talked about his mom died of cancer when he was mm. 15. He had to, like, live through that since he was, like, 11 or 9. So he, like, dealt with all these really big hardships that most people, I mean, when most people, we don't have to deal with the passing of a parent until, you know, 30s, mm-hmm. 40s, some people even 50s or 60s. Yeah. But um, so he's dealt with something that's super adult at a young age. And I think that's what why he's emotionally um, more mature than a lot of the older and men in the house. he just seems so sincere and genuine that he can just be relaxed all the time. Because yeah. Because he has no ulterior motives and nothing's Yeah, yeah and concocted. like he's probably one of those guys who was like, oh, I think she's pretty. This will be an interesting experience. No, he this. was the guy who, correct me if I'm wrong, yes. said if you <laughs> black. don't, once you go black, you don't go back, which she loved. Right. And and I'm sure that wasn't his idea, and he was just like, well, got to make a splash, because uh, yeah. he was one of the guys that went on after the rose to meet her, and she was into it, so whatever. It's I mean, that was really awkward, but you also, <laughs> I mean, I've told you that I was um, on America's Got Talent 
long time ago. You were on it? I auditioned for it. Is this when you were in Chicago? Yes. Yes, I auditioned for that when I was in Chicago. So I didn't make it on air, but I made it to the judges round and you they did? filmed me they filmed a packet like a you know, a B roll package of me, like if I made it through to play and they fed me so many lines. Oh, you have to tell me all about this. Oh my gosh. It Wait, was, so were you doing stand up or I what was were you doing, doing musical comedy. Okay. With and, your ukulele? Yeah. Uh-huh. And wait a minute, a white girl with a ukulele <laughs> trying to be funny? Not. I don't know. Doesn't sound plausible. But um well Howard Stern didn't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you got it. I love it. Oh my god. They were so mean to me. Oh my I, god, Maria. I hate Howie Mandel with all my heart. <laughs> And Heidi Klum can go fuck herself. Dude, I, these people, Heidi Klum told Gary Veter that he wasn't like, she's like, I cannot see my whole family enjoying this. And it's like, shut the you're fuck like, up, you can, Heidi Klum. I, for me, I'm like, bitch, you've lived in the United States for so long and you still talk like you don't know a single word of English. Like, like I imagine TV. She, what she goes to me, she's like, what did she say? She was like, that was pretty pretty bad <laughs> she's made like one of those like sixth grade she's jokes. like a six-year-old yeah oh my god wait what did howard stern say to you and what did howie mantel say to howard you? stern actually would like turn around and was like pretty nice because he they didn't realize i was a comedian and he like asked me out immediately he's like you're not a very good singer and i was like well i'm a comedian like i mean i'm a fine singer but i'm not like you know christina aguilera america's got talent yeah yeah singing. i'm not gonna go out and go to audition yeah. for the voice but um I was like, well, I'm a comedian. And he was like, oh, well, then tell us some jokes. But this was before I did stand up. And I told three jokes, though, and they all got laughs. I still use them all in my set. I was like, oh, okay. I guess those worked in front of 4,000 weirdo people that were going to boo me. Wow. I'm offended that I did not get as far as you. But, you know. I was just bringing not um, enough but, to yeah, the table, but I guess. But having that experience, it really did change how I like have watched every reality show yeah. since then. And... I mean, they really feed you everything you're going to say. And you're so overwhelmed. And it's, I mean, this is me being overwhelmed as a performer. Imagining, imagine going in as like a, you know, a consultant or whatever yeah. these guys do, a tickle monster. <laughs> <laughs> you Which know? I've applied for that job so many times and nobody will give it to me. And, and they refuse to pay me for my services. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's just insane. Like. I mean, and also on top of that, they're like, they are feeding these guys full of liquor. You can yeah. tell. I mean, every time you see them, they have a drink in their hands. So then they're not. Um, yeah, I know yeah. what they're doing. They need to get the sound bites that they want. What I liked about this is we start the episode with Dean just straight shooter was just like, you can. I know that Lee is not used to being around people like this every day with a different culture mm-hmm. and the producer you can hear them say what do you mean and he just looks at them and says you know what I mean yeah you know he's like the longer Lee is here the more intolerant yeah you're like, gonna you're see gonna his intolerance see, you're gonna, the more you're the gonna see the tweets were rough his tweets are not great Lee's tweets off were... the top of my head the one I remembered was have you ever seen a pretty feminist and then what's the difference between the KKK, KKK and the, the NAACP uh, one wears a costume, like yeah. whatever. He said, um, he called Black Lives Matter a terrorist group. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's just a very 
uneducated and he's a troll and he's trolling all these men he's manipulating he it's just annoying because he's like i like you uh, he's like more when i smile at a man and he gets angrier nothing better than that yeah like it's just like what the fuck like why are you here it's disgusting it's like do you think that makes it is that interesting to you do you think that's a, a an attractive personality trait that other people think like maybe other men think that's fun i mean i don't know maybe there are women who do think it's funny i guess like I grew up, so I grew up in Alabama, and, like, I know a lot of people like him, and that's why I get, like, I can't watch it. I, it's, it's, there's a reason I don't live there anymore. I was anymore. getting really, really mad. Um, and, like, it also makes me upset knowing, like, I do remember guys like that in my high school, in college, and, like, the little posse around them that think it's so funny, and then the girls who are, like, oh, he's cute, like, just don't know any better, and, like, laugh at it because that's what they laugh at. And it's, at. like, Rachel thinks he's charming like, no I she don't... doesn't and i think okay so i think they like frankenbited one of her interviews you think they what frankenbited that is like a term where they edit it and they make it like look like you said it at a different time when you actually said it like two weeks prior or Ooh. in a totally different context well what i did like this week is we saw rachel just just genuinely break down and talk about she's like you She's like, I have so much on me. And then she's like, I'm not going to do it. And then she's just like, there's so much pressure on me being a black woman doing this. Yeah. And she's like, and everyone's going to have their opinions. And I'm the only one who has to deal with that. And And that's a lot for me. I think that was probably about them telling her to keep Lee. Really? I think so. Yeah. I thought that. So when I saw that clip, I think they previewed it like a week ago or something. I was like, all right, this is going to be about the fight between Kenny and and Lee. And then we see the trailer for next week. Kenny has a bloody eye. So, yeah. Do you think Lee punched him? Like, do you think Kenny punched him? And we also see that they're going to be on a two on one, which is just like, oh, like, why is Kenny engaging this? But it's like I I do want him to have a story arc. I do want him to have more screen time. Right. I do want him to succeed in television. Mm -hmm. I'm very invested in Kenny's career. I think that Kenny, I mean, obviously, Kenny is what is he an MMA fighter or a wrestler? He's a wrestler. And I I just want him uh, wish him all the success in the world. And I can't wait to see what he does next. But I mean, like, you know, people who go into those uh, aggressive sports do have, like, a, an aggressive tendency because that's their job. Yeah. And so he's, like, being baited. I don't think he's an aggressive guy by nature. But I just – it's it's crazy to me that he's falling for it, even when he admits after the – and I think it's yeah. because he's so emotional, like you were saying, that he was able to get baited and then realize it. And he's like, and I don't even know why I fell for it. Yeah. And he was just, like – he's like – you know, his conversation with Lee, with Lee being like, whoa, 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 not letting him talk. And then Lee going to Rachel and be like, he was being very aggressive. He's being very aggressive. It was like he was voicing he was his opinion. He was not yelling. He for no, him to go and tell Rachel that. And uh, Lee wants him to get to that point. Like he wants him to be he wants to be punched. I can't believe she kept Lee, but it's like, I get it. I don't know why I let myself think right. that they're going to do the right thing. Do you think the ever. producers are pushing for Lee because they're like, oh, this will be the yeah. fire starter? Absolutely. Of this. It's very weird because has that happened before where they've kind of taken a racial angle towards having the complicated, difficult person on the cast? Has no, that ever happened? I mean, I've never seen it's never it been as much of a problem because we've never had a black cont- uh, leading contestant right. or as many black people on the franchise as contestants or anyone of any color to be honest right there's it's usually mostly white so right and then i don't know to have somebody with a background like lee 
It's just, yeah, it's very upsetting. He clearly is trying to push Kenny to the point of punching him. He knows that Kenny is involved in a sport that, or like a, a career that yeah, does I mean, take a level a, of like an a, like a level of aggression. So he violent knows that he can by get profession, there. even yeah. though it's you know choreographed violence. But I wanted to read some of what I think he was. I think Kenny was purposefully targeted because he can see that he's emotional. He can see he's super strong. He's a professional fighter, and he interrupted him twice. And he knows that he's kind of. He's just really a softie, and he's really going hard for Rachel yeah. and Rachel's heartstrings. Um, this is what – so Kendra James, friend of the show, does the recaps for L.com, and um, she wrote a lot of good stuff. Um, this is from her re- recap of the most recent episode. She goes, let's just say it. Lee is invoking black male stereotypes to rise to the top. All we can do is hope that Rachel's not going to fall for it. When he pulls her aside and says he's found Kenny aggressive, he knows exactly what he's doing. Kenny's a big dude, and he play fights for a living. With that, plus the stereotype of the dangerous black man, Lee is attempting to get Rachel to see him as dangerous. Yep. And and as far as we can tell, it seemed to be working. Rachel asked Kenny why, if their conversation was as calm as Kenny claims it was, Lee would have told her that he found him aggressive. (laughs) Kendra says, girl, girl, (laughs) you grew up in this country. You know why. (laughs) Nope, we don't want this for her. Lee is terrible, and we have those racist tweets to think about. He'd better be gone from that house no later than 8.02 p.m. (laughs) I'm waiting. He better go away next week. Yeah, right? I mean, but yeah. yeah, she's she's completely right. And why is Rachel falling for it? And maybe she's just doing. She she's just has so much going on with all these other guys. Do you think it's just a producer was literally like, we need someone to cause drama. This is what's happening. You signed on to make entertainment for TV. Yeah, there and there's really only so much leeway Rachel probably actually has. Mm-hmm. And because when she in that when she's talking about how like nobody knows how much pressure is on her. She's like, you don't know what it's like. And the producer's like, you're right. And uh-huh. she's like, you're right. I don't. Like, she says it, like, twice. So yeah. I also will remember, I think it was the first week I texted you and I was like, oh, I really like Kenny. Yeah. He was my favorite from the very first mm-hmm. week. He's still one of my favorites. But I remember you text. I remember you texting back and you're like, I like him, too. I'm, I don't think he's going to go all the way. I don't no. think he's going to go far. So I'm wondering if she, like, if, if she, she recognizes that and she's just like, well, you know. I have these other guys that I'm, like, the yeah. most interested in. But it's, like, how many guys is she actually, actually interested in? And I'm not sure because she makes out with a lot of them. I so know. there's a good – there is a good chunk because otherwise I would say, you know, like, let's say, like, there's really only five to six people I could see myself marrying. Yeah. I like this guy. Why not elevate his career by keep, keeping, keeping him, him around, around longer? It's kind of like – I don't know. Like, Nick really liked Corinne. I'm sure he never thought – never thought he would actually choose her, but he – kept her around i don't know and i'm sure again that had a lot to do with the producers right. because they loved her but i don't know let's talk about um some people we like okay um brian the chiropractor i like that he's 37 okay. she is really falling for him and i don't even know who's very brian- genuine exactly <laughs> exactly i do remember seeing that he was a chiropractor though and turning to my boyfriend and going Wow, that's like my dream occupation for a husband. Yeah, we were talking about that. How it's like, oh my god, like the convenience. It's like, oh, are you kidding? I have so much back. Exactly. Pain. That's oh, okay, it would be look amazing. Look at this bullshit he pulled. What are your bullshit. best attributes? Three best attributes: affectionate slash passionate. Oh my god. Personable slash charming slash funny. Kind slash good heart. Do you know what the number three means, Brian? <laughs> that's amazing. I don't know. So I think it's genuine. Especially when it's affectionate and passionate, which yeah. are like 
kind of sentence. Just choose one. Yeah. Like if you're passionate, you're most likely affectionate. Exactly. You know? Um. So yeah, we lose Diggy in the rose ceremony. Dean gets the one on one. We have the group date. Josiah, I don't. My no. here's I have some some boots on the ground that, um, apparently my friend my friend was at a baby shower where friends of his were at. Oh, and they they relayed the following information that nobody loves Josiah more than Josiah. <laughs> That's very clear. That, that apparently he was once engaged, which they don't mention oh. on the show. Um, oh, and that he has weekly watch parties. He hosts watch parties in <gasps> Fort Lauderdale, which we were saying leads us to believe that he obviously goes very far because yeah. why else would you be hosting this watch People party? People online seem to really like him. I like him. I've always been a I fan. Don't. He's, he's kind of a lot. It's, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a good fit for Rachel, but. So my issue, so I liked him in the beginning, like in the, Me the first introduction of him. I was also cracking up because you know how all of the lawyers, they always showed them like on the phone oh, and they're like, yeah, let's go for the death that sentence. Hi, I'm Josiah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where Rachel was like, I object, you're on it. And it's like, well, they shot this on the same soundstage. I hope this is not what their jobs actually entail. But like, um, but yeah, like uh, I, I at the end of the first episode, I can't remember who it was, but there was some guy who was like clearly blackout drunk. And I don't know if you remember this. But he was like plastered, <laughs> like could not walk. And they were like, you got to go in and get your one on one time with Rachel. And oh, he I was, remember this. He was just like standing watching. He was but like Josiah swaying. was trying to like coach him. Right? And that really, really bummed me out about him because I was like, that's manipulative. He knows oh. this guy can't stand up and he's pushing him to go talk to her. I think he's a little bit ruthless. And that's, like, a very unattractive quality. Yeah. And I don't, you know, he's... But it has made him successful, and it's gotten him as far as he has in his life. And, like, if his if the story, the backstory they actually tell of his background crazy. is true, then, you know, having that type of personality was a survival mechanism for him. So I understand that he has that, and that's what got him as far as it did. But it's still not attractive for a partner. I just don't... I don't know what's going to happen. And because Kenny says, quote, and this is all this is about for me. It's just Lee and Kenny. All I care about is the drama. I don't even care about Rachel's love story anymore. I'm like, that's great. Dean is great. You like that guy? Great. That guy's fine. My interest is waning on this franchise. Yeah. I just. I mean, they I just I just don't care for the. I don't care for the Lee drama. It makes me uncomfortable. Well, I'm, I don't I'm like upset it. that they're that they're giving him a platform. But I mean, this is like what life is like. Yeah. So maybe it's good that it does remind me of Unreal season two a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like they watch These shows that show. are getting too close to Unreal, which leads yeah. me to believe like they're not on top of their shit anymore because shit's like it's just too much. There's too many leaked sources. Like thing you cannot contain everything like you mm-hmm. used to. Like the fact that there was so much misinformation being reported immediately as soon as we were like, uh oh, like production has been suspended. Reality Steve was tweeting all these things. Another website was talking about how it was actually fucked up that they were giving the names of Corinne and Demario. That wasn't released by anybody publicly. That was just leaked sources and. You're not supposed to do that when sexual assault is involved and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So 
this this season is gonna is very important i think we're seeing a lot of things that we haven't seen Mm -hmm. and this is gonna shine a light on race and we'll see what happens with lee i just want to know how kenny ends up with a bloody eye oh i know part of me thinks it'd be so it would be such a like reality show move that he like walked into a tree or something like yeah we're like, like oh, Kenny no. gets a black eye and it's like oh he walked into I a tree branch me like that those <laughs> bastards that's what I'm really hoping it is I don't put think them on so, a two but... on one no it's just like all right I get it it's the whole Chad and Alex thing like I don't care yeah except I do care I just what I'm afraid is that like Kenny's gonna like hit him and then that's gonna reflect poorly on Kenny everything yeah. I care about is just Kenny I think that I do think that everyone is so team Kenny right now that if he does get if it does escalate to physical contact, I think people are watching it unfold and are like, I get that. Like, I understand you get to a point as a person when you're pushed and pushed and pushed and the person's not listening to you that I mean, that's why that's why toddlers hit because they don't know their words yet. Yeah. So when when you're using your words and nobody's listening to them, that's when it escalates to a fight. And that's what's happening. And Lee is purposefully doing that. Yeah. He's chosen what the biggest guy in the house who is very clearly emotional and very clearly um you know, a professional fighter. It's so just so hard for me to watch them genuinely get irked, like fall into Lee's trap when I can see so clearly what they're doing. And it was the episode before this was especially, I thought, just like that was really hard for me to watch for yeah. Eric to start freaking out and be like, what are you talking about, man? Like, why do you keep saying like you love me? Like yeah. you love me. And at one point, Lee was talking about Kenny and he's like, I mean, and I love the guy, but and I, I was know. like, you fucking snake. And I'm glad they all think he's a snake and they're all talking about but it. He, in the same breath, then he's like, I don't like Kenny. I never liked Kenny. Yeah. I'm like, Kenny thought you guys were friends. Like, it's just hard because all these people's actions and everything is it's much bigger than them because yeah. this is a historic season. And yeah. that's why Rachel's like, you have no idea how much pressure I'm under. It's also hard because they're forced to be around each other. So in real life, if this were to happen and there was somebody like Lee, Kenny seems like the like an emotional guy, but a rational guy. Yeah, I feel like he would just he be would like, just like, never talk out of here. Yeah. yeah, but well, you're trapped in this house. And Iggy, I don't know what Iggy's doing. Oh my god, Iggy's a little producer's bitch because <sighs> I'm pretty sure he, he. I don't think he makes it very far, Iggy, and I'm sure he's you I know he gets, gunning for Bachelor in Paradise. I have like also that. heard uh, spoilers about Iggy. Mm. I'll tell you after. Me too, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. That's the thing is like I was so excited for the season, and then the shit went down where I already read a couple spoilers, and I was like. I kind of just wanted to keep reading about this horrifying situation. So now I'm like, do I just read all of it? Like, I don't know. But then I'll get totally Iggy, disinterested. Iggy is so annoying. And then the fact I like how like, they're like, he's a little gossipy bitch. He and how how Dean was like, I, he was talking about Lee. He's like, he's kind of a little bitch. <laughs> like, and I was like, that's me. Yeah, he is. He's kind yeah. of like. A little bit. The way so, Dean talks about everything is so yeah. funny. His sound bites are good. I just think he's, I like how real he is. I, you know who I also. Um, and I didn't expect to like him at all. I also unexpectedly am uh, liking Will. Me too. And I, I think actually Will to. released a statement that I, can you look this up, Mary? Did Will, Will release like an Instagram statement, a statement about last night's episode, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and I know and I think I saw in the preview for next week that he's the guy talking 
to Lee saying, you know, when you call us aggressive, you need to understand the historical importance of you saying that to a black man. Yeah. Um, I think he's the guy telling Lee that in the promo. I I also think he's funny. Like he's yeah. He was making fun of them so hard for doing their Game of Thrones. Accents. Yeah, and then um, I like him a lot, and he surprised me too at first because I thought his face was goofy and was I, a yeah, little judgmental. I don't find him super attractive. He's but fine. The, the more that I've seen his personality, the more attractive I've found him. But Rachel likes pretty she boys. Does. She likes she Abercrombie likes boys. boys. Yes, she likes boys with a sparkle in their eyes. Yep. and shiny little teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I found it. Okay. Sorry, I had to find out his like last name. I know. We don't ever know their last names. <laughs> All right. So his name is Will Contestant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he says, so I have largely tried to stay out of the drama, both during my time in the house as well as after my time on the show came to a close. But this issue has been one that I've been following closely. I'm glad that from ABC's perspective, this matter is closed. And that is certainly a step in the right direction. But that is not the end of the story. A lot of conversation has gone back and forth and accusations have flown regarding consent and the ability to give it primarily from one direction. However, one thing that has been largely absent from these headlines is the fact that by all accounts of those present, both parties were willing participants in whatever it is that happened that day. And in fact, there were multiple other people with whom one party engaged in some type of physical contact that day, but it wasn't until the black man got into the mix that this was deemed as no longer acceptable. We can lie to ourselves and say that race isn't a factor here and pretend that it doesn't affect our day-to-day lives, but that is just a lot. That's... uh, It's just that a lie. It has hurt me these past few weeks seeing someone who I considered a friend get dragged and left and right. None Mm. of you got to know or see tomorrow the way that those of us in the house did. If you had, you would have known that he is one of the most straightforward and caring people you could ever care to know. This is like, there's like 40 more paragraphs. My God. Okay. So it was about the BIP scandal. Mm. That's another thing. So I don't, so I think. And he ends it with hashtag free tomorrow. Part of me is... I mean, sh- listen, she's not... It's not good. Right. And the thing is that, like, we saw Lace and Chad hooking up last season where she should not have been allowed to hook up with anybody. Right. She was so drunk. She kind of, like... She kept, like, swatting at him and hitting yeah. him. That was awful. So it is It is different, and there's different... I think- it, there's a lot of implications now because it's just a different thing because... You know, Raven was basically saying, like, don't believe Corinne. She was, like, shady tweets where somebody's, like, way to perpetuate, like, the stereotype that, like, um, no one should believe women's stories. And Raven was, like, way to perpetuate uh, women blaming black men for things they're not guilty of. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think that Raven is actually, quote, unquote, woke. And that, like, I think she just, that was her defense. Mm -hmm. But she's not wrong. So, like, neither, uh, none of this thinking is wrong, which is why it's just not good for anybody. This is not a good thing. I don't think Raven's, like... You know what? I never use the word woke because I feel weird saying Well, it. I said quote unquote. Yeah, but I think I do think, though, she is becoming more aware because, you know, I think she had a sheltered background, but she's like a good hearted person. But she's one of the girls that unfollowed Corinne and was on side, like not on her side. Now, I, I don't think- know what happened. It's just that with everything, it's like, you know, I know that he's a black man and this would really suck if he's falsely accused of something. But my inclination is to just... Okay, like, let's just start with believing the woman, but it's such a big thing because then it's like, like, well, in the history of white men accusing or white women accusing a black man of doing something like how does it usually end? So none of this is good. I just feel like um, 
I feel like it is a pattern in the franchise. If he was a white man, I think he would have gotten away with 100%. it. One hundred percent. I think. Why? What? Why did the producer have an issue with it? But and no one had an issue with it last, last year season, when Lace yeah. should have been taken out of there. But I do, I do think it's still wrong. Yeah. So I think it's wrong too. I, I think, think it even was if wrong he was before, drunk, it's it confusing to why he would continue to hook up with her. I also think I don't think that. I agree with the fact that it is on the producers. People are fucking there. There's yeah. camera crews. If, if you're sitting there filming something, okay, you can be prosecuted. If, you're, um, if your friend is getting raped and you're filming it, you don't do anything to stop yeah. it, you're complicit in the crime. Yeah. And so that's how I feel. I think she's right. I think DeMario probably was so drunk, too, and... You know, maybe he was less drunk, but he was probably also so drunk. They're getting fed all this information. They're being That's told the thing is, stuff. they're both excited to be contestants for the second time after they've been eliminated yeah. um, on this franchise. And especially DeMario, he didn't have um, too much time on The Bachelorette. Kern had a lot more time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he was incredibly eager, very naive about what they do in Paradise, getting fed drinks, and then just wanting to do well and mm-hmm. wanting to do whatever. So and he's like hooking up with Corinne, who is like a franchise favorite. Yeah, like, like that's immediate publicity. Yeah, and so I feel like the producers led both of them astray. Yeah, and that they guided him into doing something that could get him in trouble. Right, and they let something happen, not caring about what the repercussions would be for both of them. Right, like her possibly feeling violated and him having to be responsible for that. Right. So it's a really disgusting situation, and Corinne has continued to be like it's a producer's fault, but I don't know. I didn't think that's what Will's statement was going to be like. I kind of agree. It is the producer's fault. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody signed contracts. And Jasmine was saying, she's like, but she's like, aren't we all adults? At the end of the day, aren't we all adults? It's like, well, it doesn't really matter if you're an adult once, like... Something well, like also, that happened. The amount of money that's swirling around. I mean, the people, I think that behind the scenes, what people are truly pissed about is that a rape scandal is ma- going to make them lose sponsorship. Lose and sponsorship. They're going to lose money. They're going to exactly. lose ad money. Almost lost a show. That's ad time. Hours and hours of ad like, time. And for it's sure. outside of the morality. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the morality of it and yeah. the law side of it, I'm sure that there I mean, are people who are pissed are off they? because Toyota's ABC. not going to. Are they? Yeah. ABC, gonna- I have so many reality show ideas. Hit me up if you're listening. <laughs> it's very cheap to produce. We got a summer replacement series. I've got a replacement. But for it's like, you. and also these, like these contestants, who like gave up work and stuff like that, and we're gonna make money mm. per week. You yeah. get like a per diem. Yeah. So it's like, for them, their like life was ruined because now they didn't get to be on yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, and that's all. That, I think that's all some of them cared about. The irresponsibility was just foolish. Yeah. You know, on the part of the producers. It's totally Because they producers. are adults, but they're also on a TV show where the whole point is that you get fed booze 24-7 and you get no access to anything except booze and hot people. Yeah. yeah. And like, it, what do you think is going to happen? Up, but yeah. my friend was telling me that, like, you know, stuff like this happens all the time. I didn't remember this, but in Real World Road Rules, uh, Real World Road Rules, yes. the, cha- the challenge, Tanya <clears throat> passed out. And these two dudes fucked her with a toothbrush. And the so she sued the producers. They, like, fingered her with a toothbrush. Like, that's rape. And they settled out of court after she made a mandate that they had to have somebody, like, on production there specifically for that. And there needed to be conduct rules put in place. Because there's not rules for any of that, for no. anything like that. Which is like so that. ridiculous because... 
true like uh that one contestant said they are all adults but shit like that happens when people are paying for their own drinks go to any club in it's new york like, or any I'm sorry, bar adults murder each other yeah. and be like, yeah. well at the end of the day also i don't know i'm but- sorry if this guy did like four eight balls and then shot somebody i'm gonna be like well it probably didn't have anything to do with the fact that he was an adult but the amount of blow in his yeah. system well also and any bar or any scene where, they're like, responsible like what happens when like someone like gets felt up at a bar or, yeah, some, it's or someone attacks them in the bathroom that's you're why all you, still adults well, that's but why it you happens. cut people off yeah. because you know that technically you're established and that's why bartenders get in trouble yeah, yeah. that's why guys, bartenders yeah. cut you off so quickly yeah. is because at the end of they the day could lose they're, their re- job. they're yeah. responsible mm-hmm. for but these producers can get people. away with anything so nothing is well they too have low. them in these probably very very horrible contracts yeah, yeah. and because um yeah i mean i didn't somebody die maybe that was an as an extra in a movie but you know there these people i think on survivor they have them and stuff where they're like if you die sorry like yeah. we're not responsible it's not great and i think another thing was that like apparently the producer was a friend of Kern's. i don't know it just makes me not want to like read into it anymore because of the way people talk about consent I and think, it just makes me really angry and i think so much of it too and you know I think so much of this, and who knows, from Lee's tweets, it seems like it is his personality, but who knows how much of it are these are the people on the show, and how much of it are producers feeding them drinks and, and bringing out the worst of all of them. This is why I prefer The Real Housewives, because we're not, here is like you're taking people, you're putting them somewhere, and you're filming them, and you're not letting them do things. Mm-hmm. So it's so produced, whereas Housewives and stuff, like, yeah, it's produced, but you're just following these people in their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Sure, they're going to dinners they wouldn't plan normally, <laughs> but, like, other than that, it's like, okay, I'm going to the laser hair removal clinic. Here yeah. we go. We're going to do 10 minutes on this. So I guess I'm just getting – this is this show is worse for humanity. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's not like, as deep. Because The Bachelorette is usually the show I prefer over The Bachelor. And this time around, I've gotten really upset about it. But I love Rachel so much. She is the perfect bachelorette. She is the perfect bachelorette. She's so smart. She's so level-headed. I just, everything she was saying, just her in this episode, I mean, how she was so vulnerable, but in a, not an annoying drunk girl crying way. Like, she was having a real moment when we're used to seeing people being like, it's just so hard (laughs) to choose. Like, her just being like. You mean Nick? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nick is the ultimate white girl. God, he cries so much. And, I don't know, so just Rachel knowing that every decision she makes is going to be picked apart, not only because she's on reality TV, but because she's a black woman making these choices. Anytime she sends a black guy home, like, what if she doesn't choose a black guy? Like, yeah. Having a guy like Lee on the show, I'm just like so engaging in conversation with the guy. Hey, listen, fingers crossed that maybe he's not going to a paradise and he'll return my email. <laughs> I'll keep DMing him just as I did with Vinny, who Diggy also was did not so return my attractive. DM. Attractive. The first time I saw him, I was like, I know. Oh. No one paid. I he was one of my he was my front runners, and 
I love his glasses. His Me shoes. too. Oh, yeah. Day. He's got the tortoiseshell ones. He's got the clear ones. I was like, this guy's brought multiple glasses with him. <laughs> he's wearing a bow tie. He got teary eyed because he was like, Rachel just seemed really cool. And it's unfortunate that we didn't get to spend more time together. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, probably. Like, you're really cool. I'm sure she'd like you. Like, mm-hmm. it just didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. There's too much uh, producer fed drama happening, and you didn't get a chance to talk to her. And fucking giving me a two night. Two night episode next week. So the shit with Kenny and, and Lee is not going to go down till the yeah. second one. And I don't want Kenny to be made a fool on television. And I'm no. really upset about that. Maybe it is good that they're showing this so that people can see like, no, guys like this do exist. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. And this is the subtle way at right. which they antagonize people it's and play point. innocent. It just sucks so much. Because yeah, the him. drama in previous seasons that I've watched has always been like, Corinne's kind of a fun yeah, slut. Like, like this that's is, the drama. This is real and, and way and, more detrimental to people's and lives Chad and was just Jad, yeah. Chad was just nutso, like yeah. a meathead. So like, so to have someone be like, no, I'm actively manipulating someone and using telling, like, racism is and like saying very it, Just literally coming out and saying it as like he's proud that he and get, he, is making he, Kenny he, mad. To me, he seems like somebody who like relishes the hatred from other people. Mm-hmm. So he's a troll. I feel like those tweets that he's doing were to provoke like liberals and stuff like that. Like one of those people mm-hmm. who no doubt only thinks that, but shoves his views in people's faces who he knows will like like disagree with. Yeah, and uh, I mean, one thing I am happy about though, it seems like when I read stuff online. Is everybody is seeing everybody is seeing Kenny being forced to a place that he wouldn't go to in real life. Kenny seems super rational if he was surrounded. He seems like the person who surrounds himself with people who bring out the best in him. Yeah. And um, he's in this situation where he's not allowed to leave someone who's antagonizing him. He's a sensitive guy and he's being forced into a place of violence. And that's unfair. And people are seeing that, though. They're they're not we're not going from. Oh, this is like nicely to suddenly. I mean, one hundred percent. Except that we don't know what happens next week, and that's why I'm nervous because I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I just like need to know what happens. So, I think I had <laughs> I'm a- telling you, he walks into a tree branch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh man, Rachel, this was embarrassing. He's like, oh no, I walked into a tree branch. <laughs> but ultimately, he will be on the show longer, and what, and that's. I hope Hopefully so. going to be good for his career. And the other thing is, like, what happens when somebody is outed for being racist? We ruin their lives, right? We get them fired from their jobs. Not when you're a country singer. Well, that's the thing is, like, what job does he have that we could make him see that, like, this is what your actions do? You're losing support. You lose your mm-hmm. income. You lo- you know what I mean? I don't think he has a life where we can take things from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, like, Oh yeah, singers aren't allowed to be raised. Like, are you kidding? Like, he has all the CMA award watchers, yeah. whatever, like on his side. That's right. Anybody who listens to country music is racist. Um, <laughs> just a hard belief there. That's um, so funny. What a strange, <laughs> strange but, line to hold. Yeah. So I just feel like I feel like it's it's obviously his reputation will be tarnished in our eyes but it's like people who still like trump like i just yeah. feel like people are still gonna be like well, i don't know he didn't do anything wrong or blah, blah, blah. yeah but and i feel bad that rachel like spent time with him Ugh, with I somebody know. like that and i think she this is gonna negatively reflect on her and she's gonna do her best to I explain and deal with it yeah. and I don't, I don't hold Rachel accountable for this. Though. I don't hold her accountable for it either. I'm upset that they put her in this situation and that she knows there's so much pressure. And I don't think it. she knows the extent of what's happening. 
I mean, by now she does. But, of course, we don't know her reaction in real time. Probably um, overwhelming, but too. you know the tweets and stuff. I mean, she had to have seen that. Who knows what happens? They and have what's to keep it out. private before the show airs, so she didn't see it. And right, she, but yeah. by, by now, oh, I see <clears throat> what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we found out, she probably found out. So was that like a couple weeks ago? So like, yeah, yeah. Was she just like, oh, or was she given? Who knows? She probably could sense it by then. But that's just another thing that she's going to be like again. I am under so much pressure to do the right thing here. But I have a lot of faith in Rachel, and so far she's handled everything really well. And I don't, I can understand what what it's like to that, like, oh, to the feeling of so much pressure. But she is such a smart person. I know that I just feel like anything, the way she handles it is usually great. And I know that comes at a cost of her emotional energy mm-hmm. and her intelligence and her pride, maybe. But she always does a really great job. Yeah. She's a strong, really smart person. And I'm proud to have her as my bachelorette. <laughs> And part of me wants this the franchise to burn so that she will be our last bachelor. I would watch Kenny do The Bachelor. Ooh. In a second. I, you In know, honestly, a second. No, he needs to be hosting on ESPN. Like, ooh. I want the world for him. Yeah, you'd he, be a Make good him host. a weatherman. Do anything. He yeah. can do anything. He's a babe. He's, he's a babe. really good. On, his talking heads are really great. He's, like, really and charismatic his reactions, on television. He's like, yeah. like he's, it's great. It's everything I'm always feeling when I'm watching You know how show. sometimes people in their talking heads, they just kind of seem like a dud? He has a lot of charisma mm-hmm. behind him. Yeah. yeah the smize. What's it's that nice. I it's love nice. it. It's nice. It's amazing. It's so good. It looks and, so great. And when on TV. he was doing so that handsome. like Chippendales dance for Rachel. Oh my god! I was. Oh, He reminds me of. He does remind me of Shannon Tatum. I'm like, get him in Magic Mike three. Oh my god, that's a great idea. All right, we're gonna. Oh my god, I hope he gets in movies. Okay, I love him so much. I'm gonna start tweeting at him. You're right. He does kind of have a Channing Tatum appeal in the sense that you're like, he's just like a puppy dog. But also an adult man. He's like oh God, he can him. he can really fight for your honor yeah, if it yeah. comes down to it. But he's not going to unless he's really provoked. Yeah. Well, we've got a big week ahead of us. Two episodes next week. <laughs> the vapors. <laughs> and I can't believe that Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, we'll see if it's really going to resume. Also, like, so there are they not going to address anything when they're like this season on <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise? When they're like, I'm so happy to be back. And technically, I already went on a date with that guy four weeks ago. But now we're pretending to go on a first date again. And oh so whatever. But any final thoughts, Maria? Um, I think I've um, expressed everything. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, Team Kenny. Team, if people enjoyed listening to you today, where can they find you if they want to um, find you? I use the handle at Ria Wojo, R-I-A-W-O-J-O, for literally everything. Oh. Instagram, Twitter. Consolidation. That's Snapchat. Smart. I recently did the same. It's yeah. the Julia Solomon, Solomon O.O.S. And your wonderful Laura Dern Oh, blog. that's right. I do have a blog where I dress up like Laura Dern, the Maria actress. looks a lot like she Laura. She looks a lot, a like, lot Laura. like Laura Dern. She's like really funny and recreates the I poses and outfits really I haven't well. posted in it in about a year, but she's on Twin Peaks and there's some really good ones and... Uh, you're so gonna I'm going to get away. Get back you to should it. just do take for take like her Instagram posts. She oh popped up on my feed today in a hat, I think. Oh, my God. Her feed and doing her Instagrams mm-hmm. would be so creepy. No, I think she'd love it. I think she's creeped out by me. I know for sure she has to have seen me because my friend showed what? her nanny my pictures uh-huh. and her kid. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would be weirded out. But I, first of all, that's crazy. I would what? be weirded out. How but, do you know her nanny? Um, My friend lives in L.A. and uh, he was just like 
buying she was like buying a sandwich from his wow, shop that degree of separation <laughs> oh i thought he worked for her but he was just like an employee at a store yeah I, he freaked out too. he got the he got the card and he was like laura dern how do i know that name she's like she's an actress and he was like ah oh, i know where i know her from and then showed her my blog that's so insulting because she's such a good actress yeah she, he was like oh i have a friend who kind of looks like her who does a like, blog post about you want to hear about not, it not not you, you know all of her fantastic roles in film and TV. (laughs) Well, guys, as usual, find us on Facebook. Send us an email. Uh, Facebook is probably the best way to go. Uh, Thank you to our angel producer, Mary Kelly, sending all of our good vibes to Katie McVeigh out in Los Angeles, trying to get those triple ball changes down. Um, Hopefully we'll hear from her next week. She's just, again, so busy because the previews are coming up and they're rehearsing hard. Um, So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Bye.